Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast with host Bo Marchanti, featuring head coach Jim Perry and the next generation of Red Dragons. Welcome back to another edition of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast. I am your show host, Bo Marchanti, along with the head coach, Jim Perry here in the Dragons Den of Bo Ryan Stadium talking a little Niles McKinley Red Dragons football, and it's a great time to kind of celebrate the victory last Friday here. Big, big win, 65-28 over Edgewood. And, Coach, you know, I'm sitting there in the stands and I'm watching the game and I'm thinking, you know, the, the Dragons finished 6-4. and four. You're 7-4 and four with that playoff win. How much did your schedule kind of help you, if it did, maybe it didn't, but – the, the schedules that you had, because I, I, it seems like most of the teams, you know, they're in the playoffs and they're significant teams in the playoffs. Could you kind of elaborate on that? Yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up. Uh, you know, one of the things that you know, get to be our age, you know, the previous generations, everything was better in my day. But uh, you really take a look into our schedule. Eight out of the ten teams we played uh, qualify for the playoffs. Now, again, you can you can say, well, you know, qualifying for the playoffs was harder back in the day. All, all true things, but you know, to the only team in our league that didn't make the playoffs was Hubbard, and they were five and five, I believe, maybe six, four and six. But uh, you know, four four of us in our league are still playing, and you have a defending state championship team on our schedule in South Range. I think it played a huge factor, at least in the last week. Uh, you know, we preach that to our kids: you, you play in the NEA and you compete. At the high level of that, you, you obviously have an opportunity. Again, Jefferson being the example, uh, we've had teams, uh, like I said, South Range has been consistent playing near state final level. Poland's been in the state semifinals. Girard in the state championship game a few years back. So, uh, you know, that that is the bonus of playing that tough schedule. And, uh, you know, I thought the physicality of our league and the teams in our schedule really showed up, you know, in the game with uh, uh, certainly the performance by Antoine. But, you know, with our line being used to, to, to playing up front and, you know, like I said, being physical, I, I thought that was a huge, huge factor in how that game turned out. I'm glad, I'm glad you responded because, like I said, you're sitting there and, you, you know, you start thinking through the teams and, you know, I, I just know sitting here each week with you, you talk about the teams and, the, you know, the caliber of the play that you were going to play against and even Hubbard. You know, that was no joke. That was a that was a No, tough. they were undefeated. In fact, I think everybody we we played against was had one loss. So it seemed like every every game you turned in, oh they're they're six and one, they're seven and one, they're eight and one, you know. So it, it was uh certainly a great preparation to get us headed into pro season. Excellent. And this Friday, or past Friday, uh I mean <laughs> I mean it you know, a lot of scoring, I think what, fourteen points maybe in the first quarter? I know 14, at least. I remember I kept taking notes, and it just seemed like back and forth, back yeah, and I, forth. I don't know how many points in the fourth quarter. I can tell you it was a very long first quarter. Yeah, first quarter. I mean, it just seemed to go on forever. Uh, you know, they threw the ball a lot that added to it. Uh, just take a moment to appreciate how good they were on offense. They were a really good offensive football team. And, uh, uh, you know, luckily their Achilles heels was stopping the run. And, uh 
we certainly <laughs> used that to our favor for sure. But, uh, you know, they, they were as good. And that quarterback, I think, was as good as any quarterback we'd seen all year. He definitely had the Hallister on him. I mean, I mean, he would drop back and that thing would sail. I, I have to, I was taking notes during the game. Um, I was like, ask coach about the fumble in the end zone. So you're going down there. They score, but the ball comes out. Prior. I mean, what, what's the, as a coach, you're like, you got to be like, oh, you know, just aggravation. They scored. And then you see your guy celebrating. Then you see your guy starting to point. We got the ball. Yeah. What's well, it like? You know, bang, bang, play. I, I, you know, you look at it on film, it's, it's from the angle you can't tell. But, you know, if that official puts his hands up, there isn't much argument there. You know, uh, they obviously have a good angle of it. Um, you know, I've kind of thought that they recovered it in the end zone. But then I see a couple of our guys pointing the other way. Huge, huge moment <laughs> in that game. We, You know, at that point, we could have gone down. Uh, you know, and been trailing them versus, uh-huh. versus the other way around. Because so. you guys come right back, hand it off to that four. What's his name? Uh, uh, Anthony. Think, yeah, we've had a lot of fours. Anthony. Over here. Gu- <laughs> Anthony. Anthony. Oh, right. We'll get to him by the end of the show. Yeah, we know it's Anthony. We had a fabulous game. And then, you know, and he just like, and then you, know, you get you get the ball back, and then four takes care of it. And then, you again, 14-point swing. And, and it just can't seem like you had that 14-point buffer before you really things open things up in the second half. Yeah, so the second turnover there when they, they threw that backwards pass that we were able to get on, and that kind of uh-huh. gave us a little separation. And then, you know, uh, George Alex's field goal kind of gave you that other, but it wasn't a touchdown, but, you know, when you can get out to three scores instead of two, you have a little bit of room for error there. So great team win. You know, I think I told the newspaper this. I thought that, you know, one of the hidden things that won't ever get talked about in that game was our passing game. Um we didn't throw it many times, but uh, the play to Chris Rochard, where, where he got injured early in the game, kind of got us jump-started, got the offense going. And then, uh, you know, the play there to, to Joey Smith, where uh, uh, he was able to break a tackle and go all the way. I mean, that, that uh, you know, had them having to at least respect the pass. And then, of course, you know, they were they were really crowding the box there, and we were able to hit Nathan Coots on the, on the touchdown. And then, you know, we dropped the fade route in the end zone, and we, we had a hand on. It would have been a tough catch. But, you know, I, I thought Anthony's, uh, you know, again, we know that he'd been hurting with that shoulder all year. I think he's feeling a lot better, and I thought he was pretty accurate with the football, to say the least. Yeah, definitely a, a nice, well-rounded effort. And, and uh, that's, you know, I, I thought Josh McCoy had a nice pass defense early in the game. I thought that was a critical play. And uh, I now I, it's uh, Deontay Williams, twenty-four. Yep, I, he had a couple big hits, big special teams hits, another big play. Just a, a momentum changer. Just kind of get the got the fans excited, and probably the team feeds off that type of play. We we, we feed off of that. We 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 pride ourselves on wanting to be the more more physical team out there, and I, you know those things those things happen. Our, our kids get our kids get juiced up for it. The thing about his special teams, uh, we saw on film. He actually got knocked down pretty good on that play. And to get up and make okay. a hit like that, that's the kind of effort you're really looking for. And then, uh, you know, I had to get in on Antoine about this with Deontay. Deont- Antoine needed a blow. Deontay came in on a third and three, and he took one of the house, 69 yards. And, uh, you know, I told Antoine on the sidelines, like, hey, this proves it, man. This was the offensive line. This wasn't you. Because uh, you've been running wild, but Deontay went in there for one play and did, uh, you know, did as much as you did. So, 
uh, you know, there's obviously a combination of both, but it was really exciting to see Deontay. He'd been talking, he'd been talking a lot of stuff though about how you know he was ready to break out. So I guess, I guess maybe we should have went to him a little earlier in the year. That's for sure. Uh, what did Antoine say once you teased him about that? Deontay? He knew. Yeah, no, he knew I had a point at least. So because he always likes to, you know, he he gets after me. I told you, coach, you call this a score. I was like, I got to put one back back at him, but. Uh, He's the first one to credit his teammates, uh, you know, every single yeah. time. So, uh, but let's, let's say this, Bo. Uh, just seen a lot of games in this stadium, uh, you know, in my lifetime. I know you have. Uh, I don't. I don't know that anyone will ever see a game like that, especially a playoff game. And then coming off of what we would have maybe said the same exact thing the week before, just incredible. Seven hundred ninety-five yards in two games. That's that's the stuff of legend. Yeah. Last week we talked about Ron Ritz is like what three forty-five. And then he just just obliterated that record of the yeah. four seven. You know, at halftime, Antoine, he's like, Coach, I'm so tired, you know. And he's just trying to – he took his pads off. He's laying down on the floor. I'm like, well, Antoine, you already rushed for like 250, almost 300 yards already. It's okay to be tired. <laughs> but, you know, we, we don't let him off the hook. We're like, well, you got to get back out there. We're going to need you. Because, you know, at that point, like I said, we hadn't really stopped them. Now, in the second half, we only gave up seven points. We did give up a lot of yards, but we came through in clutch clutch situations there. So, you know, that was good to see. And really losing Chris Roshar early in the game on defense was big. Um, just because Chris is – we've talked about this, I know, on the podcast. He really is like a quarterback of the defense out there. He sets all our calls in that. So, you know, we, we were playing a couple different guys out of position to make up for that. And but losing his leadership, I thought was was as big as anything. But we were able to rally and, uh, like I said, get stops in the second half. And we talked earlier. Um, should we see twenty two this this week? You think? Uh, I think so. Yeah, we had great news from the orthopedic this morning. So uh, that doesn't mean you're one hundred percent out of the woods. Yeah. There's some soreness there, but nothing structural in the knee. Wonderful. And wonderful, uh, wonderful. I mean. You get so used to the bad news on some of those things. To get news like that uh, was just it really, really made my morning, to say the least. I'm sure. And uh, just one, he's just happy the kid's healthy, regardless of all of it. Um, just that he's ready to go. Um, boneheaded play and play that you want to pat yourself on the back about in your 65-28 win over Edgewood. Yeah, well, uh, Coach PK, you know, from the beginning it was a, was a run the damn ball kind of week, and uh, you know we always have lists of things we like, and on our whiteboard this week that's all it said. So I'm gonna give all the credit to he and uh, Coach Connell for the game plan. Uh, you know, I thought the nice one, the one that the week before really backfired, but uh, the pass play on the goal line there. That gives, <laughs> I was like, well, let's do it because we, we really saw that it was there. Like, let, let's just do it, but make sure we know it's got to be there. Uh, you know, that that one uh, sort of worked, uh, you know, to perfection. But, uh, uh, you know, boneheaded, I, I don't know, Bo. Uh, like I said, both both the defense and offensive coaches, I was just super, super, you know, proud of, uh, of, of what we were able to do to get out of here with the win. So, I mean, let me think on that one for a minute. I'm sure I went in there interjecting and did something <laughs> stupid at some point. Fair enough. And uh, this our upcoming opponent, who are they? And uh, you would know best. Uh, what do they bring to the table? What are we going to see? Yeah, Mentor Lake Catholic. Uh, anyone, again, that follows high school football knows tremendous, tremendous tradition. Uh, they've been, they've been, you know, state champs and everything in between. Um, eight and two on the year. Uh, played a really tough, demanding schedule. 
Uh, Cardinal Mooney, you know, who we scrimmaged, Mentor Lake Catholic played them week one and beat Mentor Lake Catholic. So, you know, that, that, that's that's one for our kids to know that, you know, we knew that at least when we scrimmaged uh, Cardinal Mooney, we were, I, I would say, on par with them. I'm not going to say we were better or they were better, but certainly in, in the same ballpark. So I, I know we're going to go up there with, with great, great confidence, uh, you know, but uh, – the, the truth of the matter is they are one of the best teams in, in the region, you know, by all the uh, the metrics that people judge. So uh, I'm excited about it. It's a, it's a great challenge. This is what you want. This is what you've been you've been here all year for. You know, go play a great program with great tradition and go on the road. That's uh, that's why you do this. So uh, I I can't wait for Friday. Yeah, it's a big big moment and a, and a big time. I I have to ask uh, for. For a win play, and in terms of how all the playoffs has changed or stayed the same, um, when has the last playoff win here, or did they, it was always away games or somewhere else? Yeah, so like they, they, it was, when they went to eight teams, which was um, I want to say right before the ninety nine ninety eight season, so it's been a while. It was the first round playoff game has always been at the home school's okay. stadium. So the first home playoff game we had ever had here was in uh, 2012 or 13. I know it was my nephew Christopher uh, Perry's junior year, I believe. And we lost to Hubbard, who we had played earlier in the year and lost to, but it was a close game. Our first home playoff win was during COVID. Now the asterisk there was uh, that everybody got in. So I believe we were a maybe a 15 seed and we played Ravenna, who was a 17 seed. And we were able to get there. But, you know, I told our kids after, you always want them to understand they're part of history. And, as, you know, we, we qualified for the playoffs this time. And, uh, you know, they're the first team ever to get a home playoff win. And, and that's exciting for our kids. And they, they deserve it. And like I said, going back to our schedule and, and uh, you know, like I, I get to realize that times change. But for our kids to put out the schedule that was in front of them, there was zero cupcakes on our whole schedule. Uh you know, show up each and every week. Like I said, South Range would be the one where I would have questioned if we came in with the right attitude. But other than that, uh, to, to play the schedule, do what we did, come out, beat Gerard to earn the home playoff victory, and then go get it. Uh, you know, they they have their chapter in, in Niles history, and now it's, we want to make it a longer chapter, of course. Actually, I was sitting with a couple ex-Dragons in the stand Friday night. And they're like, this isn't the Edgewood team that we played. They're like, we, we, you know, like this is a totally different looking unit in terms of just what they brought, size and everything. Yeah, they, you know, their coach, Coach Cooper up there, I just met him for the first time the other night. But, uh, you know, he, he's, he's brought a system there. You know, I, I can tell you a couple of times we lined up wrong and they, they found it from their no huddle and attacked it. So they, they know what they're doing. Uh, receivers that catch the ball like that, you know, you could tell. You know, I'm sure they're sitting there looking at it. Uh, today and saying we got to get better on defense, you know. Uh, and he, if you ever want to really make your pro- program climb, that's what you have to do. Uh, I'm sure they'll get after it. But I, I was super, super impressed uh, with, with like I said, how good they were offensively on film, and, and it, it showed up when they arrived here. So uh, they, they were, you know, I think a little bit like us, a much improved team from a year ago. Now they were in the playoffs last year. Uh, as a young team, and I'm sure that experience helped them as well. Excellent. And uh, player of the week, uh, last week we gave it to Antoine and the O-line. We could 
duplicate that. We probably could have duplicated that for all 11 games that you guys have played this season. Um, I, I like I like Deontay Williams. I, I just like the early hits. I think it kind of helps set the tone defensively that I think the Edgewood kids had to be like, wow, these, these guys, they have come to play tonight. Yeah, and we're going to need that, obviously, again this week. But, you know, Deontay, a, he's a fantastic natural linebacker instinct-wise. Uh, he's a little undersized there right now. He's He keeps telling me next year his, his body's going to match here in his <laughs> position. But, uh, you know, and then throwing the fact that he had that big 70-yard yeah. run, you know, yeah. as well. Uh, and then he's one of the kids that we had to move when Chris went back. So a okay. typical move is we put him back at safety just because he's athletic. And uh, he's played that dual role for us. But if we can keep him down inside and Chris is back, that, that really helps us on defense. And I, if that had been that way the whole game, I think we would have had a little bit more success in the first half. But we got away with it. And this is the time we trans, uh, transfer coach to player. And it was kind of funny. Uh, the media side of me, I said, you know, I don't ever care who we talk to. It could be anybody on the roster. But uh, coach mentioned his name, and I was actually going to demand or uh, – pound the table that we were going to get number four on. I think it's just a treat for the fans who watched this kid perform the way he did and, and kind of hear from him the week after. Yeah. So with that said, uh, yeah, I'm going to go get him, but I just want to say I agree a thousand percent. Just be, you know, like you don't get to break history much if no. ever, you know, like we laughed last week. He, he pushed me out of the playbook or out of the uh, <laughs> record book. In fact, Coach Papada uh, actually texted me the other day, and, and we joked about that in the text. And as he said, hey, records are made to be broken. Everybody in town knows we're in for Antoine. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's exciting. But I agree. Like, he deserves a little bit of the spotlight, and I know everybody wants to hear his side of the story. So I'm sure he'll just give all his credit to uh, to the coaches and think he didn't do anything. No, but uh, uh, we're going to get him in here. And like I said, I think this might be probably it's a bonus addition playoff edition of football, but this might be our, our uh, I think we'll break an audience record today because everyone's certainly got to want to hear Antoine's uh, uh, words after that performance. I, I hope so. I hope they tune in. And once again, this is the Mount McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. Coach Perry going to get Antoine Gardner 471 yards rushing. I think 796 in the last two weeks, 11 touchdowns, and just an amazing, amazing young man. And uh, I, I put in my notes, the one thing I think is his offense is so over the top amazing that we you you can forget how many big plays he makes defensively. And if you really watch the Niles McKinley Red Dragons, um, you see some of the things number four does defensively. Um, he's he's that type of guy on the defensive side of the football as well. And as always, uh, please follow, subscribe, leave a positive note. It helps get more notoriety for the podcast and get our numbers boosted. I would appreciate that. And as promised, uh, here he is, 471 yards. Congratulations, my friend. That was a, a an astonishing effort you you put on display for everybody. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, I couldn't do it without my line, so I'll forever say that. Yeah, and, you, you know, it's, it's, it's funny as, you know, you, you had the, the big game the week before. I think you've had 796 in the last two weeks. Uh, how's your body feel? I mean, what, what? I guess after the game, what do you want to do? You just want to take a hot bath, a hot shower, a nap, or are you just so pumped up that you feel it the next day? I feel it the next day for sure. You know, uh, I, I usually just go home, take a shower, and just go to sleep after a game. But the next day, I definitely wake up feeling it for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, it's again amazing season. You know, we always, you know, we always name a player the game. 
every week, and we joked around right before you came on, and we were going to set Antoine Gardner all 11 weeks. He's just had an amazing, amazing career, amazing senior season. You're a part of, a, you know, a big win, 65-28 in the playoffs. Now you guys are off the – matter of fact, what's it like just having this season unfold? Your senior year, and I assume you're going to go off and play college ball, go to college, whatever. But what's it like just having this – Looking back and saying, "Man, this is a hell of a season." I mean, it's, it's not real, you know. Um, like my freshman year, we we made the playoffs, but it wasn't like uh, it wasn't earned. I don't feel like okay. so. Like even like my class, ever since we were in eighth grade, middle school, we were talking about how great we were going to be by our senior year, and that's a promise we made with each other since way back then. So it, it's crazy to see it unfold and all the things we talked about just happening. And for you, I mean, I mean, other teams watch tape. They know number four is going to get it. <laughs> What's it like knowing that they all know you're going to – I mean, and not, we don't go all over the top, but it's kind of like a Kobe or a Jordan type thing where you know he's getting the ball. You know he's driving to the hole. And there's nothing you can do. You just watch him run back. <laughs> it's, it's like, I don't know. I mean, they can know all they want. Like, you just know I'm coming. <laughs> they just know I'm coming. Yeah. And right before you walked in, your offense is stupid sick. But I think you're just as talented on the defensive side. Like, if your numbers weren't so gaudy and crazy on the offensive side of the ball and you just played defense, we'd be like, man, this number four is tough as nails. You bring it on defense. You're not, you're not just a flashy, offensive, don't-hit-me guy. I mean, you get after it defensively. Oh, for sure. No, for sure. You know, uh, my family's known for playing both ways, so I just had to live up to that name. You know, uh, I work as hard as I do on offense as I do on defense, too, so – you know, I, I want to be an all-around athlete. That's what I. That's what I want to be. Yeah. I mean, I mean, prior interviews. I mean, after a game like that. I mean, has the week been busy for you in terms of just media requests or anything like that? Or I don't know high school football in terms of that. I just come down to the podcast. So, but for you individually, has it been a little crazy? A little, a little bit more notoriety this week? Oh yeah, for sure. You know, after you know breaking the record. Yeah, they a little bit of interviews. People want from me, so yeah. Yeah, you got to get an NIS deal. You got to get some oh, hey, man. Hopefully, it's <laughs> be nice. Yeah, any local businesses, uh, NIL, you get get in for a coach. You'd be like, what is Bo doing in that? <laughs> I got something for you and your teammates. Let's see. And these are from, and I didn't. I just told them. I told them not. I told them to shoot. You, know, you. I told them to shoot whoever. So it wasn't an individual, but that's yours. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that's yours. So. Yeah, our buddy Frank Hyde, a photographer, uh, he took some photos of the players from the Lakeview game. We're going to pass them out. And it was random who I got. He just took pictures, and I said, I'll I'll make do with what you have. So This is what did. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. I was going to make one big one, but I figured you have a little bit of uh, a little collage, if, yeah, you, if you will. So you, you're, you're, uh, you're off on the road this week. What's the mindset of the team? Are you, are you the guy that keeps everybody – Focus, saying, hey, you know, don't get big-headed. we got another tall task. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, like, especially at wins like that, you know, people tend to get big-headed, and I just try to, you know, make sure we don't underestimate our opponent all week. Because like, my, even my father had told me, like he said, you never go and underestimate nobody. So that's the mindset I stay with. And, you know, I had to keep that. I got to keep the guys cool, you know, right there to go play. I love it. I love it. And, again, it's, it's such a big win, and you had such a great game. At one point um, – are you thinking 500 yards? No, honestly, I'm just out there playing football. Okay. I'm, I'm not thinking anything of 
me getting 375 when I broke the record or anything. I'm just out there playing. I'm like, I'm hearing it. I'm like, wow, I didn't even know I did all that. All right, so you're on a way. You're just carrying the ball. And yeah, just, and then, lo and behold, you're kind of getting updates throughout it that you're – No, I, I wish I had you on my fantasy team. <laughs> huh? Is yeah. it possible to add uh, hey. you know, Antoine Garter to the, the fantasy team? I'll give me a couple of years. I got you. <laughs> and speaking of a couple of years, um, what's on the horizon after this? Football still? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's in my dream to, uh, you know, go to the big leagues one day. Yeah. And that's what I, um, I'm going to pursue. I was texting with uh, Jaleel McLaughlin, the YSU kid. Um, I texted him yesterday because uh, undrafted out of YSU and uh, now in Denver playing running back. And uh, I said, I go, how how awesome is it that you an undrafted running back is getting serious fourth quarter carries against the defending world champions because that's what you're doing right now. So yeah. I hope there's a point where I can kind of share that same story with another kid sitting in this room that, hey, Antoine Gardner, you know, maybe hopefully you're drafted, but nonetheless, if, if that comes to fruition, you can say, hey, I did this and, and look at Antoine doing it as well. Yeah, it's coming, you know, it's all God's time, but it's, it's going to come one day. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be here. I, I, I pray about it. I, uh, yeah, it's going to come. And Psalms 37.4, delight yourself in the Lord. He'll give the desires of your heart. And that's yes, obviously coming to fruition for you. Hey, we're almost out of time. I could keep you forever, but it, we appreciate you. And, again, this, I told coaches, was one of the very few times where I was demanding that we're getting Antoine on the show from a media <laughs> perspective. Like, the kid had foreigners. I mean, you know, all-time leading rusher in Trumbull County. You know, we're not talking to anybody else this week. Yes, Brand sir. number four. So thank hey, you for thank the time. You. Um, but before we let you go, we three and out night. We had this before. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. Are you a Swifty? And even if you're not, what's your favorite <laughs> Taylor Swift song? Uh, <laughs> Taylor Swift song. It's, it's one of her longer songs. I feel like I want to say it's either eight to thirteen minutes. Or I don't remember the name, but it's, I, I like that song. Okay. So I'm not sure which one it's called, but it's like it's a longer song. Okay. Now there's been a debate since week one. Uh-huh. Josh McCoy, Joe Smith. Some oh. people have mentioned you is the fastest Niles McKinley Red Dragon football player. Are you in that realm? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, no doubt. Oh, yeah? So oh, there's no three. Doubt. There's so three of us. Okay. <sighs> no, I'm going to have to pick myself on this one. Really? I'm going to have to pick myself on this you got to have a race at the end of the year. We so. plan on doing that. The last time, man, Coach said we're going to have a race. Oh, yeah, we're going to have to have one. You know, but Joe's up there. That, that dude can move for sure. But I'm going to give myself either first or, or the very close second. But okay. I think me and him are both faster than Josh. So <laughs> All right. And uh, this is your senior year. Uh, you're off to bigger, brighter, better things in your life. But when you look over at that high school, uh, who are some of your favorite teachers? We always like to give them some accolades because they help, they help you as much as these coaches in this office. I mean, every teacher I've had was a, was a blessing in my life. They they all did something for me. But um. One of my tops are Miss Sheffo, for sure. You know, she's always been there for me. She's always uh, – Her name out. comes up a lot. It's great person, great person. You know, Miss uh, Muccio. I love Miss yeah. Muccio, middle school. She's always there for me. Miss Vanelli. Okay. All of them, Mr. Yeah. Monero, all of them. All of them I just – I adore very much. Excellent. Once again, Antoine Gardner here on the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast, and they're off on the road to win, hopefully win, their second playoff game of this 2023 High school season. This has been a C2P exclusive.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.